Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives we're consumed by all the what if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun if you're like us then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass or play call each week on alternate routes we'll take a flashpoint in sports break down what actually happened then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused follow alternate routes on the wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts you can listen early and ad free right now by joining wondery plus Let's get back to more of the BetMGM MLB podcast. Powered by BetQL with Ryan Horvat and Cody Decker on the BetQL network. Yeah, we, uh, you know, we talked about this a little bit on Saturday on America's Greatest Baseball Gambling Show that ever was or will be bet for the cycle. Uh, there is something about mentality, right? Like you can, baseball is really interesting to me, especially when you get into the gambling aspect of it, because there is so much you can learn on numbers. And I'm talking down to the spin rate of the baseball versus a guy with a certain barrel rate. I mean, you can plug the most random and ridiculous stats in and actually come up uh, with results. But the one thing that you cannot quantify, and Cody Decker can certainly attest to this as an athlete better than me, but as somebody who's been covering athletes for 15, 17 years now, there is something that can happen in the psyche of a player. And even though you've added Soto and Bell to this roster, this Padres dugout, I genuinely believe, was getting by with, we're getting Fernando Tatis Jr. back. We are getting him back. And when we put that bat in the lineup, especially when you add it to a lineup with Soto and Bell in it, we're going to explode. We're, we are going to be a team that can run down the Dodgers or at least make them afraid to see us in the NL. And then... A week and a half ago, two weeks ago, out of left field comes the news that Fernando Tatis Jr. is no longer coming back to the Padres. Fernando Tatis Jr. is no longer going to be a member of this team. Don't tell me, especially with the with the heavyweight quotes we were getting from Clevenger and Machado and these guys that weren't just saying we'll be okay without him. But when Manny Machado says he was not a part of this team, that's an insult, my guy. That's an absolute attack. 
the mentality of this team changed. Something about this team changed. They should be. If I'm the manager, I'm looking at them going, guys, we got Soto and Bell. That's going to make up the numbers we lost from Fernando. Go out there and do the damn thing. But that team, I genuinely think, thought the whole time that they had the best Hawkeye trick arrow left in the bag to pull and shoot as they got mm-hmm. to the end of the season. And they just reached back there, and there's no arrows left in the quip. And now they're staring down the bad guy with nothing left to fight with. It did a number to the psyche of this team. And I have just hit my quota one Marvel reference per show, Cody Decker. You're welcome. Okay, well, th- here's what happened. When when Hawkeye was without that trick arrow, over there in Milwaukee, Green Arrow sitting there with the trick arrow that oh. Hawkeye was looking for. I'm a DC guy. We Take have, that, Marvel. We have crossed the streams, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> we have crossed the streams. Only with Cody Decker and Rob Brown, baby. Only here can you get the best and best of Marvel and DC commentary towards your Major League Baseball gambling action. All right, man, let's take a look at some of these games that are starting today and any props that you might like today. Let's start with the Cardinals versus the Reds. Obviously, there is no value on the money line for the Cardinals at minus 225. Here's my thing, though. Miles Michaelis on the mound. He's got a 3-3-5. How is he 10-10? and Um... I genuinely don't know. He's uh, having I, a good year. He's having a good year. We've talked about him a number of times on Saturdays. It's uh, it's interesting to me because o- on Saturday, we asked the question, what Major League Baseball team would you least like to see across the diamond from you right now? Mm-hmm. And on Saturday, I was all in on the Atlanta Braves. Their pitchers are heated up. The bats are, are, are rocking right now. It's the Braves. And then the Cardinals thoroughly defeat the Braves in back-to-back games and they did it with the bats and were giving run support to guys that they really had not been the last couple of weeks so uh, and I'm I'm trying to remember the last couple of Michaelis appearances off the top of my head but I almost have to assume he just wasn't getting run support and was being handed decisions for L's that he didn't necessarily deserve but the guys hit the ball well the last couple of days and uh I had to tell you, Cardinals on the run line is the way to go easy today. And I'm also throwing some change on the over nine and a half in this one. Yeah, the Cardinals are playing the best baseball of the year. And they picked a damn fine good time to do it, to take those back two against the Braves on Saturday and Sunday. Because you have now showed that you can compete with what we thought on Saturday was at least the third best team in the National League. I really like the Cardinals today for pretty much any offensive stat you want to give me. Cardinals are looking real good. In fact, I'm going to take a look at them on the alternate run line at plus 105. Yesterday, you talk about that week last weekend really showing you something. It was yesterday's game that really showed me something. It was that Sunday game. Minter was on there and looked pretty good. And Minter Cade with two runners on and nobody out. Kay's Goldschmidt. Kay's Arenado. So everyone's sitting there like, oh man, he's getting out of this. Tyler O'Neill with a obliterated center field shot. I mean, this team is frightening. There is there is nowhere to breathe. I thought there was somewhere to breathe, and I remembered, oh, wait a second. I played a lot against Tyler O'Neill. If Tyler O'Neill makes contact, the ball goes very far, and <laughs> there it was, Tyler O'Neill. But I am looking at the Cardinals today over uh, plus 105 on the alternate run line against the Reds. 
Red's got a guy named Anderson on the mound. Doesn't even have any stats. I'm assuming he's making his major league debut. Good luck to him. It's awesome to see guys make their major league debut. It sucks to see them make their major league debut against this offense and the way they're currently swinging the bat. Dodgers Marlins. Well, this, this line is probably thoroughly changed in the last 30 minutes because it was supposed to be Tony Gonsolin versus Pablo Lopez, which is a pitching matchup I very much wanted to see. Um, I'm still going to jump on the Dodgers. I don't care who's pitching for the Dodgers. It would have been automatic with Tony Gonsolin on the mound. I would have looked at the Dodgers on the run line, obviously, but it doesn't matter if he's not on the mound. I'm still going to look at the Dodgers on the run line because the Dodgers on the run line is like one of the most profitable things in the world. The only problem is the Dodgers, the way it was written, was minus 140 on the run line. But now with Gonsolin out, or do we have some new numbers on that? Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Do, do, oh, oh! I you just remained so still for so long. I thought your computer had frozen. I'm no, no, I, I, I that was a question, and I stared at you, and then you stared at me. I'm like, he's gonna talk any second, but I'm gonna hold this as long as it takes. You went. So I genuinely panicked and thought that you had frozen. I'm like, oh, did I freeze? Did he freeze? Did I break something? Uh, <laughs> no. I as a matter of fact, I was looking at this game earlier. Uh, Dodgers sitting on the run line is minus 105. And I am going to, for the second game in a row, actually walk this up to the alternate run line here. Uh, and I'm going to walk it up to the alternate run line, both because the Dodgers are very good. Yes. And because Miami has just come off of a 24 game streak where they scored four runs or fewer. And the majority of those were three games or fewer uh, it, the streak with two four-run games could have actually gone down to that same streak of three games or fewer. I suspect that the LA Dodgers should be able to put up five runs on this game and be just fine. I'm actually going to walk the alternate run lineup for the Dodgers on this one as well. Uh, and and hate Nas Mario just put it in the stream, and I got to give her credit. They are covering the run line just against anybody, covering the run line two out of every three games at this point. Find me any bet in any sport anywhere that you are hitting on a 66% success rate. The Dodgers are going to help me retire early with the run that they're on right now. And I appreciate it. You ready for this insane stat? They're already just in general on the run line. Forget about everything else. Just the run line. They're at over 63%. And as Mario just put it, after a win, the Dodgers cover the run line even better at 65.1%. This is the best team ever. <laughs> this team yeah. is too good. Yeah. Like it's 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 almost unfair in that two-thirds of the time the run line hits. And second off, I'll be real. I don't understand how this team has 38 losses. Like, really, like that's the stat that blows my mind is how have they lost 38 games? 38? I don't understand. In their last 50, they've lost nine. Yeah. <laughs> they've lost nine games in their last 50. Dude, if this team doesn't win the World Series, it's a failure. I don't know what else to say. This is the best team in baseball. And and I'm sorry. I know we don't, I know everyone outside of LA hates the Dodgers. They're the best team by far. Like by far the best team. And that's with the Mets with Scherzer and DeGrom. That's with the Braves. That's with the Yankees and the Astros. 
the Dodgers really are that good. They are. They are. I, I, in fact, I got into a fight about two weeks ago on my show here in Greenville, South Carolina, with a Braves fan uh, because I said not only are the Dodgers the best team in baseball, I think the Dodgers genuinely might be the best team ever in baseball. Like, I really believe this team might be the best collection of baseball talent they're ever They're not even assembled. completely healthy. Like, that's no, the other not. thing. No, they're not. They've had guys banged up. Uh, this team is going to win 110 minimum. And I had a guy call and go, oh, Rob, it's, you know, it's too early. Like, they've only won six more than the Mets. And I'm going, I don't think you understand. This is a historic Mets team, right? Like, this is one of the best Mets team of all time. And the Dodgers are outpacing them, not fully healthy, uh, with injuries. Like, this Dodgers They don't have a bullpen. Their yeah. bullpen is on the IL, and they still don't lose. And not to mention that, their closer is arguably the shakiest closer in the game in that Kimbrel's likely no longer going to close for the team. And they're still that good. And like, they're like, still. It's the, the, the fact that taking 38 L's through, what, 120-ish games at this point, 130-ish games at this point, and the fact that I am stunned that a team has 38 losses because there's no way they should have lost 38 at this point. I, again, I, I've never seen an offense that looks this good. Yeah. Uh, and there's other good teams. You mentioned the Mets, the Braves, the, the Yankees, the Astros. These are all some of the genuinely, and, and, and I hope I'm not succumbing to recency bias here. These are some of the, base, the best baseball playing teams I have seen in a very, very long time. And the Dodgers are outpacing all of them. And by the way, it doesn't even look like they're like really pushing, right? There's they no... look like they're bored. Yeah, that's it. That's it. They look like they are just kind of, eh, guys, it's game day. You know what I mean? Let's, let's go have some fun. We'll go grab some chicken wings and a beer yeah. on the way. Like they Which I agree. Like they're fun. Which I agree with everyone else. Now, because now, now I get it. Now I get why everybody hates the Dodgers. It's not that they're good. It's that they're this good, and it looks like they're not even trying. It's It's got to be infuriating for any fan of any team. Dodgers coming into town, and they sleepwalk putting up 10 runs and, you know, one hit ball. Like, it's like it's nothing. They're just, oh, they're a fun team. I, 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 If they don't win the World Series, it is a failure on the Dodgers' part. But, again, it seems like this team every year is just built to win 110 and then get knocked out by a team that is not as good as them in October. What team left in the National League, what team's got the best shot to go into L.A. and knock this team out of the playoffs and ruin it? That's the worst part. Would you be surprised by anybody? Because the answer is any of them. The Mets could do it, the Braves can do it, and the Cardinals can do it. It's just who's going to be hot at the right time, man. Yep, that's it. Uh, you know, look. The Braves last year were in a similar spot. And then I think when they went into the playoffs and got drawn up into the Dodgers series, they basically got written off, right? Like mm -hmm. I got a buddy of mine who, who lives here, uh, who put, oh, like, I, I gave them virtually no chance. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. Yeah. I think most people did. I got a, I got a buddy who tried to talk me into just putting a hundo down on the Braves to beat the Dodgers, and he threw another hundo on the Braves to win the World Series. Suffice to say, he bought the beers the night that the Braves collapsed the World Series and won the thing. Um, I looked at that Braves-Dodgers series in a Braves hat and jersey and went, no, nah, I can't do it. I, I can't put money on that. It's it's not it's, – they're just not there. And then the Dodgers just, for whatever reason, couldn't find the baseball late against the Braves. It, it just kind of stopped. That could be the reality for them again this postseason. Mm -hmm. I ain't banking on it. Me neither.